You are listening to the Performers and Creators Lab. It's not just tips and tricks to make you a better artist. It's not just about who you know or what you know. It's about challenging you to explore the most honest and remarkable places inside you so that you can find your edge. Because your creative mind, when open to its own genius, has the power to change the world. I'm your host, Holly Shaw, best-selling author, hypnotherapist, and creativity coach. And this is the Performers and Creators Lab, where we are empowering an army of artists on the leading edge. You are listening to Episode 17, Original You, Part 3, The Five Components of Artistic Voice. Voice. Do you know what the sound of your own voice sounds like? Really? Your true voice. Not your mother's voice or your teacher's voice or any of the other voices that you've picked up along the way. But just the sound of you. That voice that is sometimes so low It's just a hum. The one that says, go for it. The voice inside you that says yes. We pick up a lot of voices along the way throughout our life experience. Our teachers, our mothers, our fathers, our mentors, our lovers. And all of these voices, these become a part of the peanut gallery in our head that pipes up, narrates, advises, congratulates, and berates us as life happens to us. Still to this day, every time that I create something, there is this wonderful, (laughs) beautiful incubation period where I'm so inside of it that it's just me and my voice. And it's the most calm, most satisfied and delicious feeling. Exciting, but steady. And then... Inevitably comes the part after I look up from the work and I start to try it out on the world around me. Sometimes it's before I even share it with the world around me. It's as though I'm looking at it through the eyes of all these people around me. It's as though I'm sharing it with all these voices that I carry around with me, getting their way in on it. And I hear my mom's voice saying things like, Oh, are are you really sure you want to do that? I can see my sister's eyebrow raise. I try my work on in every size, in every colleague, friend, mentor's mind. But the saving grace is that I realize that these voices really have nothing to do with anything. They aren't even the actual people and their opinions. They're my imagination of them. They aren't me. And so I'm able to see that and move forward regardless. Your own voice never judges you. Your own real voice is guiding and loving, discerning, yes, but never mean. Your own real voice is the kernel that you came into this world with, 
apart from your gender, apart from your circumstance, apart from your race, your color, apart from all of your experiences. There is one voice stripped bare of all of that. Do you know what the sound of this voice sounds like? Do you know what the sound of your voice really sounds like? When I talk to artists about finding their artistic voice or clarifying it, it makes them a little anxious. So how are you doing there? Are you feeling a little interested but maybe uneasy in your solar plexus? It's because I think that we just we don't like the idea of niching ourselves or cutting ourselves off from our freedom to explore or the possibility to try different things. But what I can tell you with artistic voice that might make you feel better is this. Number one, you already have it. You already have artistic voice. It exists. We're just going to identify it. We're just going to look at it. Number two, Artistic voice doesn't cut you off from possibility. It just gives people more opportunity to find you. And it gives you focus. And there will still be plenty of room to take risks and experiment, I promise you. How would you like to be working in a way that people are immediately intrigued by? Hmm? Does that sound good? How would you like to have people not only get interested in your work, but also stick around, become followers, become devoted fans. How would you like to have others feel inspired and creative simply by experiencing your work? Sounds really good, doesn't it? Well, this is the power of artistic voice. And I'm taking this whole episode to really break it down. I'm going to be explaining the five components of artistic voice and why identifying your voice matters. We'll be looking at examples of artistic voice in different actors, musicians, choreographers, and writers, so you can actually get a sense of how this manifests itself in different ways. And I'm going to ask you some questions to help you begin identifying your artistic voice and putting your finger on it. And finally, I'll share with you the biggest mistakes that I see artists making when it comes to artistic voice and how you can avoid those. I want you to know who you are what you stand for, and what you're about. Introspection is key here. And I think it's going to be pretty fun, too. So let's get all up in ya. <laughs> let's get all obsessed with you, okay? Let's dig in. Here we go. So what are we even talking about when we say the words artistic voice? What does that even mean? A lot of people throw that around when they're talking about style, when they're talking about maybe your type as an actor, um, your branding. All of these things have to do with artistic voice. But artistic voice, I've broken it down into five components that make it really easy for my clients to start to actually put their finger on what it is, what their artistic voice actually is. So here we go. You're going to love this. It makes it a lot easier to actually figure out what what is your artistic voice. All right, so the five components are who you are, what you're doing, how you're doing it, 
why you're doing it, and the underlying beliefs that support all of that. And you put all those things together and you have your artistic voice, those five components, who, what, how, why, and your underlying beliefs. Now, earlier at the very big top of this episode, I talked about that hum, that original voice, that, that true voice inside of you, the, the one that is so quiet. Sometimes it's just like a hum, the one that just says yes, the one that's stripped of all identity, all experiences. It's just that initial feeling, that initial self. That's important too. That voice, I'm just going to call it your hum, your hum should always be in the driver's seat because your hum is your compass. That's what's telling you whether it feels good or not, whether you're faking it or not, whether this is an authentic choice or if it fits you or not. It always has to feel good. So your hum is in the driver's seat of all those things. Otherwise, it's just a facade. And that's no good. That's not what we're going for when we're talking about artistic voice. It needs to align. It needs to feel good. It needs to feel like you. So just a quick word about branding. Branding is like the made up, tons of makeup, uh, ready to present to the world piece of artistic voice. So artistic voice is kind of like the no makeup, very bare, very genuine, very true (laughs) part of who you are as an artist. And then from that, you can't brand yourself without understanding your artistic voice first, right? You have to put the makeup on the bare face. So once you have that, once you have your authentic artistic voice, then you can start putting it in a package in a way, putting the makeup on it, getting it ready to show to the world. And that's branding. But artistic voice comes first. So let's break this down. The who, what, how, why, and your beliefs. So who you are. Who are you? Like literally, are you a man or a woman or transgender or um, do you not identify as either a man or a woman or how do you identify? How did you grow up? Um, Big family, small family. Are you older, younger? Are you a mother? Are you single, a wife, a husband uh, in a polyamorous relationship? I don't know. Who are you? Who are you? What ethnicity are you? Sexual orientation? Where did you come from? All these things that make up who you are are an important piece of your artistic voice because think about it. Uh, Think about like a a French-Canadian guy playing mariachi music, you know, is coming from a very different perspective of someone from Mexico playing mariachi music, right? So who you are is definitely important. To It gives you the lens for everything else. Artistic voice is what you do. So what is it that you're doing? What things are you doing? I mean, I know that you're a singer, a dancer, a composer, but are you setting work on other people? Do you do solos? Are you telling stories, writing songs, doing site-specific pieces in the park, making documentary films? Are you learning songs from other people and then arranging them differently? So what is it? What, what are the things that you're actually doing? 
artistic voice is how you do these things. So artistic voice, this is where people talk about style. It's how you do it. In what way do you choose it? With what flair? What variables are you using? What pieces are you choosing to do? What techniques are you using to do them? Are you contemporizing a traditional, a traditional genre using streamlined, minimalistic lines? Are you focusing on rhythm and culture to highlight and give your dancers a baseline to improvise from? Are you breaking all the rules of conventional theater to tell stories in a deeper way? Have you been traveling the world and soaking in music from different places? And is that how a piece of, is that style soaking itself into your work? So, so how are you doing the composing, the playing, the dancing, the choreographing, the singing? In what way do you tell those stories? What is your style? Playful, generous, deadly serious? These things reveal themselves by the variables that you choose to use. The paint, the colors, the pieces, the parts, the materials that you work with as a sculptor of sound and a molder of music. And then fourthly, why? Why do you do what you do? What drives you? What compels you onward? What is it? Are you in love with the connection between sound and vibration? Do you get a kick out of feeling the audience ride the waves with you? Do you love watching dancers and experiencing themselves through your work? Or is there a story that you can't stop telling and you're endlessly fascinated with telling it in a new way, in a new angle each time? Why? Why do you do these things? Why? And then finally, your beliefs. Your underlying beliefs. So what is it that you believe about the world? What is it? What is your viewpoint? Where does your beliefs support your artistic work? Do you believe that stories heal old wounds? Do you believe that efficiency is beautiful? Do you believe that everyone has the ability to learn and improvise? Do you believe in the power of love do you believe in the beauty of death? What is it that you believe? And how is that infusing your work? You know, it's no small accident that they call it artistic voice because voices are so unique, each one, aren't they? And they're so revealing about the container, the body, the physical vessel that they come from. And voices are also vibration. Sound is vibration, and it transmits from the vessel you that's producing it, those vocal cords, your throat, out into the air, into the ears of everyone nearby. So voice directly affects the people and the vibration. Is That vibration is a transmission of energy. When we come back, I'll be sharing with you questions that you can use to help you find your artistic voice. Doesn't it feel great to learn something new about yourself? Don't you just love that wonderful satisfaction you get from discovering those missing puzzle pieces? Well, I have created a creative DNA quiz. 
and it's going to help you understand who you are as an artist and how you work best creatively. This quiz shows you where your genius is and also those areas where you could use some help from other people shoring up your weaknesses. There are three main types, the explorer, the visionary, and the strategist. Visit the Performers and Creators Lab now to take the quiz, and you'll get instant access to the downloadable ebook, Creative DNA of the Explorer, of the Strategist, of the Visionary, with info about your natural creative gifts, so you know where to focus yourself. You'll get tips, tools, and an action plan tailored to you. You also get an overview of all the different creative DNA types, and much, much more. So visit performersandcreatorslab.com today to take this quiz and learn your creative code so that you can begin working with your unique gifts and not against them. And now it's time for an initiation exercise to help you become your most potent, most powerful self. And these today are questions to help you really tune in and put your finger on your artistic voice. These are the same questions that I ask the clients, that I ask the artists that I work with when I'm helping them to develop their artistic voice. So we're gonna, I'm going to give you some of the actual questions that I ask them. So I recommend that you take out a piece of paper and write down these questions. All right. So first question. The first question revolves around the who of artistic voice. So who are you? So just very simply your demographics, your sex, your orientation, your age, your where you come from, where you live now, a little bit about your just basic demographics. Um, and I think this is important, you know, who we are those things that we cannot change are are really the basis, the lens through which we see the world. So I'm thinking of the band Monsieur Perrine, and this is a Latin Grammy award-winning band from Colombia. But their music evokes this sort of 1920s-era guitar-driven jazz from the United States. So who they are, their demographic being from Colombia, definitely matters because it influences, uh, it influences the music and the way that they play that music, even though it's not necessarily always Colombian music or Latino music. Um, it's going to have elements when they play that United States, the jazz music, it's going to have elements from Colombia in it. So who you are matters. So write down your demographics. Next question revolves around what do you do? So make a list of all the projects that you've worked on. And these could be projects revolving around art, um, or they could be projects revolving around different things that you've done in life in general, different jobs, different things that you've decided to devote your passion to. So what things have you done? Make a whole list And then once you have that list, ask yourself, what do these projects have in common? What kinds of patterns do you see? And while you're at it, you can ask yourself, which of these patterns would you like more of? Just because we've done one thing in our lives doesn't mean we have to continue doing that thing, of course. But it's, you know, it's great to take risks and try new things, but 
it is good to look at what we've naturally been drawn to doing. And it could be taking a risk could be as simple as pushing the envelope in an area that you've already dabbled in. My next question is, and I ask this of all my artists, what games did you play as a child? What did you like to do? What were you drawn to do when you were a child? I really think that we, you know, as children have a natural tendency to do those, to do whatever we want, <laughs> to do whatever's in our hearts. And, um, and I think it's a good indicator of what you were just uh, really kind of built for out of the box in some ways. Next question revolves around how. Now we're getting to the how of artistic voice. How do you do it? Ask yourself, which variables do you work in as an artist? So list them all. Okay, now when I talk about variables, these are the different elements and things that you choose to work in. So these could be lines, gesture, bold dynamics, miniature level of detail, um, color, pitch, self, stoic removal of self, abstract shapes. Are you narrative? Are you abstract? Um, do you, do you, if you're a choreographer, do you work with the floor a lot or do you never work with the floor? Is your work very airy? What about elemental? Is it earthy? Is it airy? Is it fiery? Is it watery? Um, are you sharp? Are you hard? Are you, um, are you flexible? What is, what is your interaction with the audience? All these things are your variables. These are all choices that you're making, whether consciously or not consciously. Now, make a list of those. It is kind of tough sometimes to really be able to look at ourselves, to step out of ourselves and see what we're doing. So another way around this is to ask yourself, who do you look up to? Who do you admire or aspire to be like? What artists would you love to emulate? Or do you even already emulate? And then why? And take a look and see if you can identify what variables do they work in? How do they do things? Do they have a specific technique? Do they work in particular colors or with light or with um, electronic sound? You know, what are they doing? And what's their style around it? How do they approach? How do they tackle their, their work? The next question is around why. So um, an artistic voice, why do you do what you do? Why do you do the art form that you do? It's good to know your why, right? And it's, sometimes it's hard to identify. And in my book, The Creative Formula, I give several questions in that book to ask you to help you to get to it. Um, because, you know, an easy answer is, well, I love it. Okay, that's great, but why do you love it? And how does that make you feel? How does it make you feel when you do it? Sometimes we can glean a lot about ourselves from what we don't like as well. So what kinds of things or ideas or ideologies do you not like? So this is another question with the why that gets to your why is what do you rebel against? What won't you do? I love this question. What are you not willing to do? What won't you do? 
Um, it just, it's a great question to get to, to start getting to your beliefs. When you ask yourself, what are the things that I, d- I won't do? Like an actor that's like, oh, well, I won't do porn <laughs> or I won't do nudity or, um, not that there's anything wrong with those listeners. Um, but, uh, no judgment here, but I, you know, I've heard actors say that. And then finally your beliefs. So ask yourself, what are some of your beliefs What are some of your beliefs about art? But it could also be about the world and people in general. So just to give you some of my beliefs that shape my artistic work, so you have an idea of what I'm talking about. So, for example, one of my beliefs is that risk equals compelling performances. And compelling performances equals more audiences or more audience members. I also believe that there should be more opportunities for artists to take risks with their work, and that has definitely shaped um, what I've chosen to do with myself and my artistic voice. So these are just a few of my beliefs, and they've shaped sort of some of the choices that I make in my work. So those are the questions that I ask. Those are the questions you should be asking to start really discerning what are you, what's unique about you, what's your unique artistic voice. And I also wanted to let you know, I also post these initiation exercises in the Performers and Creators Lab Community Facebook group. So if you didn't get a chance to jot them all down, if you're driving or something, go ahead and join us there. Find us in the Performers and Creators Lab Community Facebook group. And you'll be able to find a posting of these questions in there. Plus 100 plus professional artists that are a really great group of people. So I hope to find you there. When we come back, I'll be showing you how you can put together these five components of artistic voice. And I'll be sharing with you the biggest mistakes that I see artists making when it comes to artistic voice and how to avoid those. Hey, have you ever had one of those books that you don't just read once, but you find yourself going back to it again and again, earmarking the pages and reading little sections of it to re-inspire you because, hey, it's good the first time, but it really just keeps on giving? Well, Here's the thing. I wrote a book like that. I mean, not to brag or anything, but many readers have said that the creative formula is such a kind of book for them. It explains a three-step proven effective method for how we create as human beings, how we create anything. So a song, a dance, a show, but honestly, anything. And it also includes loads of creative exercises and ideas for how you can initiate your own. One reader said that if you're creative, this book will give you a thousand aha moments. So you can own this book. You can get an autographed copy for free. All you have to do is write a review of this podcast on iTunes and you'll be entered to win. And hey, here's a tip. If you leave the review on Stitcher or somewhere else wherever you listen to your podcasts, just be sure to reach out to me or my team on social media and let us know so that we can be sure to include you in the drawing for as thanks for writing that review. And I've already given away 10 books since we started. And as much as a pain it is to go to the post office, you know, I happen to like my post office workers there. They're really nice, especially Rashida. So leave me a review and it could be you receiving the creative formula 
to your house in the mail. You are listening to the Performers and Creators Lab with me, Holly Shaw. Call and leave me a voicemail at 415-870-7064. Again, that's 415-870-7064. Or you can find out more about us on the web at performersandcreatorslab.com. All right. So I have shared with you already the five components of artistic voice, the who you are, the what you do, the how you do it, the why you do it, and your underlying beliefs that support all of that. And now here is the missing piece. Here's the thing that's going to bring it all together is all of these pieces, your who, your what, your how, your why, your beliefs, all these things need to be in alignment with each other. When all of these pieces, when all of these five components come together in alignment, then you get that kind of artistic voice that's immediately palpably recognizable. It's, it's like it magnetizes when you have a cohesiveness of all these things. So it isn't enough to simply know these who, what, how, why beliefs. They have to be in alignment with each other. So is what you believe supported by how you're doing it? Is what you're choosing to do in line with your why and your how? So I'm going to give you an example of this alignment of artistic voice and how it can work and how it sometimes doesn't. And I think a great example of this is if you look at the two uh, recording artists of Miley Cyrus and Amy Winehouse. If you think about Amy Winehouse, immediately a picture comes to mind if you know of her. And it's like everything about her sort of comes together in a, a very effortless, aligned way. And you just get it from the way that she puts to herself together visually with the beehive hairdo, the eyeliner, the, the dresses and the the high heels, and it really works with her sort of old sound with a fresh vibe, R&B, um, jazz. Like she, it just kind of all comes together. It just is one more way that, that, that her sound is represented to us. And then if you think about even her life and even the things that she sings about or she sang about, unfortunately, um, you know, rehab, even the things that she writes about, you know, she spent time in rehab. And um, unfortunately, her um, the things that she was doing were her demise of her career. But you can't say that when you look at her, you don't see a true, um, just a true representation, like you get what her voice is, you get what her artistic voice is. Now let's look at Miley Cyrus, another recording artist, very successful, very long career, but when you think of her, what do you, like, does anything pop into mind? Like, do you get a clear sort of picture that you can resonate with and latch on to? Like, if you had to describe her, would you have a hard time? And part of the problem, I think, here is we're, we're watching an artist who growing up in the public eye. 
um, and trying out different things. And so it's been a little bit of a mixed bag. She's a talented artist, no doubt. She hardworking. Um, but, you know, from wrecking ball to um, the things that she's doing now, it's kind of like a swing. And we, we don't really know, like, what is she about? And what is what is really what is her artistic voice? So that's just one example where you can see one artist that's very clear and the other that's like, hmm, not sure. You're not sure what they're about. So some other examples of being out of alignment that I see, and this is the biggest mistake that I see artists making, is being out of alignment with some piece of their artistic voice and not really recognizing it, not really writing that wrong. And it, it creates a dissonance. It creates a sort of distrust. So a couple examples. Say you're a classically trained musician and you're creating and playing compositions that are very clean and precise, but then you come on stage wearing messy clothes. So it doesn't add up. That would feel off because your visuals aren't supporting what your sound is. Another example is your work. Say that your work centers around social justice, but then you retweeted an off-color joke about another group of people. So your marketing is one more way that your artistic voice comes through, right? So even the things you say, even on social media, the way you present yourself, all this stuff has to align with your artistic voice. When you're able to really align all of those five components, who, what, how, why, and your beliefs, then you become a beacon of light. You become this transmission that is very clear and easy for people to hear and easy for them to see. It makes your choices easier. You're not wondering, should I do this? Should I do that? And you get to tell the world who you are. All of the music you heard in this episode is original music by my friend, Emmy Award-winning composer Dan Cantrell. I'd like to thank Dan for providing this great material to work with, as well as producers Q4TA, executive producer Robert Cholino at the Voice America Network, and of course my creative think tank team of Melanie Myers, Hannah Romanowski, and Erica Milligan. How do you express your artistic voice? Share about it on Instagram with the hashtag Army of Artists and find me there. I'm Holly Shaw Sprightly. And thank you for listening to the Performers and Creators Lab. My name is Holly Shaw.